Welcome, everybody, to Catfish Weekly, presented by Whisker Wear Apparel, along with Doc Lang. I'm Lyle Stokes, and welcome <laughs> to the show. How's it going tonight, Doc? Doing pretty good. It's uh, cold here in Ohio. It's 16 degrees. Oh. Uh, the lakes are froze over, so I can't get bait. But I've got plenty of fr frozen down in the barn. Well, you're good then. You're good. That's uh, that's wonderful. Uh, I, I haven't been out. I've just too much stuff going on. In fact, my internet was down this weekend, and and uh, I haven't got caught up on messages and stuff from that. But uh, below zero here last night, and uh, of course, uh, our old buddy Heath Malone, he was whining about that because they was going to get way down like ten below last night. But uh, that's what he gets for living up there in Chicago Cub land. So. <laughs> can't re can't really feel sorry for him, but I know he was uh, it was you know ten below or something was what he was telling me it was supposed to be. So that's pretty pretty brisk. But uh, I want to uh, mention right quick uh, for all our viewers that Chuck Davidson is not with us tonight. Um, we've talked about his father being having some very serious health health issues and he's on hospice and uh, that's where Chuck is tonight. That's where he should be and and. Uh, I want to wish him the very best, and anybody that uh, uh, would like to, please send Chuck a message and tell him that you're thinking and praying about his dad and his family, because right now uh, I've just been through that, so I know how much that means to you. Yeah. Uh, we, we really wish him the very best, and, and uh, this is a tough time of year for that kind of stuff to be going on. Yeah, it is. But uh, anyhow, we got Steve Douglas on the show with us tonight. Steve's having a little bit of video problems, but he's working on it. Probably get it going here before we get going. And and uh, I'm excited about this uh, 2017 Catfish Conference. I mean, I know them guys has been putting in a lot of work, and uh, they got a lot of vendors. It's just going to be a great time. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. You know, I looked forward to the one last year, and uh, you know, for the very first one that he had last year, I mean, that was, oh, man. That, was a, that was awesome. It was just awesome. So this year, uh, I think it's going to be even better. Just uh, not because of the fact that I'm going to be there talking, but just the fact that you know Steve puts on it. You know, he, it, it's for everything he does is first class. So. Well, this is uh, like you were saying. Last year was a really, really. Uh, I, I, I can't really describe it because I don't think anybody realized it was going to be as big as it was, and it was huge. I mean, yeah, that place was uh, packed. It, it was, Steve, what? Uh, welcome to the show to start with. Thanks for joining us, but. Last year, the doors were supposed to open at like nine o'clock, and when you opened up to let the vendors come in and set up, people started falling in on us. Yeah, they were there about seven thirty in the morning. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Wasn't it? Was was you amazed at, at the turnout from last year? Yeah, I mean, like so, we had uh, like fifteen hundred people walk through there from twenty one different states, and that was real, real cool. Wow. wow. <laughs> You know, notice. You know, we we only started that thing. The idea was brought to to life in like November, and we didn't really get started on until like January. So it was it was nuts. Wow. I, I was so impressed, and it went smooth. Everything yes, it just did. went smooth, and uh, it was uh, easy. Everybody got along. There was nothing really. 
uh, other than it was a little cold outside, but I mean, it's supposed to be cold that time of year. And uh, it was just a really cool event. And this is going to be bigger and better and nicer. And I am, I'm assuming that you have more vendors and are expecting more people than uh, last time. Well, we do have some different vendors. We've got a bigger place, but the, the thing, <laughs> you know, some of the vendors were taking two and three booths. You know, they're, they're really getting big. So it's, it, you know, we've got a lot of people coming, a lot of stuff to look at. But, um, you know, I, I don't think we're going to have as many. I don't, I don't know how to say this. Because they're taking two or three booths, our spots are still kind of smaller. We, we already know that we're going to have to have a bigger facility next year. And we yes. already know that. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Holy crap. So, so this is a, okay. So tell us about where it's at and you know, what, what's going on with it. Well, it's going to be at the crown Plaza in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, it's right next to the airport. Anybody flying in, you don't even need just bring a taxi takes you right to their, uh, the hotel. And it is a, a, a convention center within the hotel. Oh, okay. So, um, you know, like I say, there's, there's going to be a lot more room than we had. I think it's 15,000 square feet is what we've got to deal with now. But, like I say, because of some vendors taking two and three booths, um, it's still kind of limited on space. Now, if everybody took a 10 by 10 booth, then we'd have 50 booths. Uh, so it's, but it, it's, it's really coming together and it's coming together quick. We got a lot of people excited about it. Well, now, there was a big announcement the other day about uh, tickets to get in. You want to elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, our partners, uh, and I will let everybody know that I'm not, this is not my gig. I mean, I'm, I'm just a partner in, in this. Uh, Jim Hopper and myself, of course, Jim works for uh, Jeff Jones Marine, kind of come up with the idea and, and we run with it. But, uh, you know, Jim's, Jim's a partner. Jeff Jones Marine is a partner. And, of course, our web guy, uh, Hervey and his wife, Lauren, uh, are partners. And that's Business House. They, they do websites and, uh, you know, other techie kind of stuff. So it's it's a big team effort, uh, that's for sure. That's exactly right. Now, if I read that correctly, that the 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 charge for getting in is being waived. Is that correct? Yep. Jeff Jones uh, Marine has has purchased everybody's tickets, no matter how many we have. Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> we're, we're letting everybody in. You know, if it's a thousand come in, you know, that's that's about seven thousand dollars they're going to come up with. Right. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Now, uh, I, I understand that they're a partner in on this with, with uh, who all's involved, but that's a major deal for a company to take on to make sure that it doesn't matter who it is or how many it is. They're going to see that you get in the conference and get to see all the displays, all the vendors, get to talk with us on the show. Whatever they want to do, they can be there and they get in and it doesn't cost anything. Exactly. That well, that's just outstanding. You you can't beat a, a better deal than that. Well, Jeff Jones Marine. I mean, they they uh, they've kind of found their niche in the catfishing industry, and they're taking care of their people. You know, that's the way you got to do it. That's cool. I, I agree, hundred percent. You know, they uh, uh, they have taken off with um, what they do for catfishing in a big way in a short period of time. It's uh, and, uh, coming together quite nicely. Now, I, I don't know if I can name everybody off the top of my head, but we've got uh, 
of course, you all, we're going to have Catfish Weekly in the, in the media booth interviewing folks. Um, Team Catfish is new this year. Team Catfish is coming in with a couple booths. Um, we've got, of course, my the planer board guy, the Trophy Ridge planer board. That's going to be a new guy. We've got a bait tank um, fella we just brought on. I think it's called Extreme Bait Tanks. Um, let's see. Tangling with Catfish, Catch the Fever, Rods. Uh, Ripping Lips Rods. That's another new company this year. So there's there's a lot of a lot of stuff going to be going on down there. And if, if folks, I think folks wanted last year for everybody to have stuff for sale. So this year, you know, we we're kind of telling all the vendors bring a lot to sell because you know folks are coming a long way expecting to buy. You know, um, I'm <coughs> sure you remember this, but a lot of people don't know. We talked about it after the last conference, but uh uh they brought all that tangling with catfish stuff down there uh jerry did and he brought uh some of the guys with him that he sponsors and different things and when the doors open on saturday morning within an hour they was sold out of some of their products yeah, yeah. i think he said by nine o'clock they done sold every every ride they had yeah and that's just unheard of i mean <laughs> well, i don't think i don't think people really knew what to expect last year i mean i think the the, the folks coming in kind of had an idea of what they wanted but i don't think the vendors had an idea of what to expect but we do yeah, this year, this year exactly different. yeah it is and i know we had our our catfish weekly booth set up up there beside the big cat fever boys and tony and and caleb or i think that's his name and uh, they had a bunch of people in and out of there all day long and and i think they brought place i know big dave was there he bought brought a bunch of stuff and i know he went through a lot of stuff and i think most of the guys that was there done really good but now steve one of the things that last year impressed me the most was you had all the tournament directors i mean you didn't have all of them but you had a bunch of them that brought stuff down and information yeah. about tournaments and that was pretty impressive uh in itself well we uh we'd like to have the, the tournament guys now we don't have as many of those this year as we'd like to have uh, but I think it has something to do with the the uh, charging of the boost this year. Mm -hmm. uh, last year, last year was all free, but you know now that we've had to go rent a big center. You know we we do have to charge a little bit, unfortunately. But um, we'd like to get more of the the tournament guys. You know the local tournament trails like the uh, Ryan was it Nag Ryan Nagy no Alex uh, Alex Nagy yeah. uh, and and a few of them to get back down. I know. Um, you know, Cabela's is King Cat is going to be there. Uh, we'd like to get Ken Freeman down there, but I haven't. I've invited him, but haven't heard anything from him. Um, trying to think how many other. There's a few other tournament guys there, but we'd, we'd like to have a little bit more. But of course, you know, we're going to have the Kentucky DNR there. We're going to have hopefully Ohio and Indiana DNR to kind of share the booth and spread the the word of conservation and the need. Or the, the conservation that's going to be real important i think yeah. now are, are they going to talk about that at any point or are they just going to have a booth they're going to have a booth and pass out information i'd say but you could probably talk to them one-on-one -on -one. i mean that's how they did it last year um, that's great that's Jay, i can't really pronounce his last name Harello or something like that jay Harello. he's he's one of the main biologists he'll, he'll be there and, and you know talk to a lot of them one-on-one -on -one. yeah that's what yeah, he did last year with us 
you know, because Ohio's got that telemetry thing going on, uh, which that was pretty cool, seeing how far them fish middle. Well, I was in West Virginia, uh, I don't know, two or three weeks ago, and I was fishing on a hole, and uh, three three guys from DNR come up to me on their little John boat and said, uh, you're fishing right on our, our uh, trout lines. And I was kind of interested in what they're doing, but what they told me they was doing is catching and tagging fish, and they're going to track the movements of blue catfish and flathead catfish. Yeah. So... West Virginia DNR got it going on. I don't know what's going on with Kentucky. I don't know why Kentucky don't want to do something like that, but we're we're still we're still working on Kentucky quite hard. Yeah. But I think it's interesting. Um, you know, I'd really like to see some results with the DNR. I mean, I think Kentucky could even use some of that information that the West Virginia DNR is is collecting over the next year. So as far as the movements and, and patterns that the blues have. Well, now, if they get uh, – Missouri has been wonderful about that, and, and they do studies. It's not just a, a summer-long thing. A lot of times their studies takes two or three years before they'll post results on them. But they have on their website, uh, Missouri Department of Conservation, they have tons and tons of information on all the studies that they do. And if you don't find it, you can contact them and let you know. But one of the, the neatest uh, – and I'm trying to get off on a different subject, but one of the neatest stories that them guys told me is they tagged a blue catfish uh, somewhere up around the Kansas City area. It was east of Kansas City a little ways. I'm not sure where it was. Three years later, that tagged fish was caught below Memphis, Tennessee. So really, those fish – they do move around, yeah. Right now, they all on their stuff. They they didn't seem to believe that the the flatheads are more territorial and they'll stay around within a mile or so of their home water as a general rule. But uh, channel cats move, and and blue cats are notorious for moving and finding winter spots and summer spots and things like that. But that was one of the cool stories, and I read a lot of their stuff, and uh, they are actually putting together for the last couple of years a. Uh, uh, study now to tell, determine if we need, uh, which I honestly believe we do, uh, lim limits of fish and size limits on the Mississippi to Missouri River. And I'm excited that we'll get a 34, 35 inch rule in there like we have on a couple of lakes. So that'll be real right. good. Well, it's, uh, it's needed everywhere, to be honest. I mean, it's times of, yeah. of uh, not paying attention to our resources to be out the door. I agree. So, I agree. But it's um, cool to see, uh, see the DNR working like that. It is, and they're, they're a great – you know, I never thought about this, Steve, but it had I have had my head out of my butt, well, I could have contacted the Missouri Conservation. And I'm not too sure they wouldn't have been happy to come down there and, and been a part of the conference. I don't know why I didn't think about that till now. I guess I just didn't, didn't register with me. But uh, something maybe for the future is contact Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, Mississippi, Missouri – all them guys, it'd be, there's plenty of, uh, of, of knowledge that they could share and people could ask questions at a place like that and get a lot of answers. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, you know, I, to me, I, I, it don't matter what state you're from. A DNR is DNR. A study is a study. Water is right. water. That Ohio yeah. River is an Ohio River from Pennsylvania down <laughs> where it dumps in at Cairo. I don't care what anybody mm -hmm. says. The Ohio River is the Ohio River no matter where it's at. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Sure enough, so that's that's some great news. I'm so glad that Kentucky's got their department down there. I hope I get a chance to visit with them, mm -hmm. and uh, and get all that done because I, you know, um, 
I would like to get some more. We, we've had some of the conservation guys on our show and over a couple last couple of years and uh, different places like that. I would, would like to get them uh, more involved with that because they can do questions and answers. And, and if somebody lives and can't make the conference or someplace they're at, they can get on the show and type in a, a question. We can pass along to them and get a right. correct answer. Yeah. But yeah, there's uh, it's gonna be a lot of stuff going on at the conference. That's just a, a little bit of it now. What I'm excited about is, is some of the seminars. We've got some top-notch anglers talking at seminars this this year, and uh, that that's gonna be quite. Some of the newer guys that's in the sport may not recognize some of the names, uh, but some of the names are have been in this business a long, long time. Such as Doc. Doc's been in it longer than I have, actually. So, uh, and then of course. Uh, we got Phil King coming in. He's going to be doing some talking. Uh, who else? We got James Patterson. James, James Patterson. Patterson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, got some very knowledgeable folks, you know. And like I say, the, the younger the younger guys may not know who these guys are, but uh, you know they need to pay attention and listen to what they got to say because they can teach you some stuff and you learn some stuff for sure. Well, that's exactly right. And you get Doc and James Patterson down there and Phil King. My God, that's three of the top guys in the nation right there. And I don't even know who else you got coming in. I looked at the thing, and for some reason, I can't remember all the stuff of who's going to be there. Do you have a list of the other guys well, that are going to be there? Just, just in my head. But uh, Joe Luck, okay. he's he's a big tournament angler. He's fishes all over the nation. I think yep. he's doing a, a thing on uh, Channel Cats. Of course, he's in Channel Cat Country up there, and he's he's good at what he does. But he's good at what he does down here in Alabama too. So whenever wherever yes, he is, sir. <laughs> uh, and then of course, Jason Bridges is going to come up. Now, Jason is Jason is a lot like me. I can't get up in front of a crowd and just start talking about stuff. Uh, but Jason's going to do a question and answer, and that's that's what I like too. If somebody asks me something, I can talk about it all day long. But as far as me having to come up with a subject and talk about it. Uh, I'm not. I'm not there. But Jason's going to do a question and answer stuff. So if you got anything you want to ask, that would be the the one to do it at. Yeah. So and I think yeah, that and, and Jason is Jason is extremely knowledgeable. One of the top guides in the United States and uh, heck of a dancer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got that on video too. I got I got some some good funny stuff on video. But he, he was. Big, uh, <laughs> we we really that, had a great time down there last year. That was yeah, a hoot. I yeah. was at that little little shing dig, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. were all there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a lot of fun. And then uh, it was it was a blast. Yeah. And then Jim Hopper, um, he's the the manager of Jeff Jones. He brought on another fella, um, Fuzzy. I don't really know Fuzzy's last name, but he is uh, a rep for Hummingbird. And they're going to be doing some hummingbird seminars. So Doc Doc Lang's going to be doing the the uh, low rants, and Fuzzy's going to be doing the hummingbird. So we've got we've got those two covered. Uh, we, That'd be real good. I tried to get a hold of Garmin, but couldn't couldn't make Garmin. Uh, and of course, we've got a lot of boat boat manufacturers coming in. You know, the Sea Ark, of course, is, is sponsoring this thing, along with Suzuki. They they've done a lot. Of course, you know Sea Ark. Sea Ark plays the game, you know. They're yes, in they with, with catfishing, and you know, I I don't run a Sea Ark, but I do appreciate what they do in the sport. But now I do run a Suzuki at this point, so You're I'm right. I'm very fond of the Suzuki. 
Well, Seahawk is, is, is one of the, the big companies that has stepped up and done a lot for our sport, and I don't don't use their boat either. It's not that I wouldn't. I just don't have that. Haven't been had the opportunity yet, but I've been in a ton of them. Right. But they are they are really really good for the sport. They've done more than any other boat company at this point, uh, by far, than anybody else has. And I'm so happy to see them come in down there and, and jump in on that. Yeah. Um, Johnny Ward wants to know, will you please video the seminars and post those up like you did last year? We will. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to do that. Okay, uh, good. I, I, uh, I know that's a big question that I get asked all the time, and, and right. uh, Heath Malone says he really enjoyed the seminars last year. And, and uh, of course, Aaron Wheatley wants to know what time the, se the Lawrence seminar is going to be. You know, I'm not even for sure what time we got, Doc, going on. But I thought it was 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, we'll figure out a schedule and get that. We're going to have like a little, I don't even know what you call them, a little flyer or an itinerary list. When you come itinerary, to yeah. yeah. Good deal. Well, Aaron, you'll just have to hang out and find out like the rest of us and get it all. You know, you're going to be there anyhow, Aaron. It don't matter. You're going to watch them all. <laughs> we need to come on down, buddy. You know you're welcome. That, come here. That's right. Everybody wants to see Aaron Wheatley. He'll be his own attraction down there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, Aaron's a good cat. Me and Aaron go way yes, back. He is. He, yep. he does a lot for the sport, and and uh, you know he's one of the true good guys. And uh, I spent some time on the phone with Aaron the other night for a while, and he wasn't feeling too good. But uh, even when he's not feeling good, he still takes the time out and does what he has to do to promote what we all dearly love. So yeah. uh, that's sure. that's what the difference is between that and a lot of them. Right. Let's see what right. else. we got. Another couple boat manufacturers we'll have uh, on hand also is the XL boat, and and a new one for this year is uh, the G3. So that'll be good. I think a lot of people are interested in that that Sportsman series, and uh, uh, I, I I would love to see one of them. I've I've seen some, but I haven't actually been up you know to them. So I'm excited about that. Well, I don't know if I'm supposed to say it or not, but I think that's what I'm gonna be in next year. Is the the G three good deal? They're they're wanting me to test these boats out and see how they are. They, now the, the XL boat is an awesome boat. It's a tank, uh, and it'd be a good boat for anybody that wants that style of boat. So uh, you know, just because I'm not running it anymore doesn't mean it ain't a good boat. I, I didn't change for that reason. I I'm sponsored by Jeff Jones Marine, and I'm not sponsored by any boat company. So I got to take what they give me. So sure, yeah, uh, it's. I'm kind of excited about it and see how it goes and see how we can put this one apart. But man, I tell you what, I've I've really run that XL boat hard, and it it's it's done the job good for me. You have have done been everywhere with that thing, and you have had everybody in it in the world, and done I don't know countless videos that I've seen, and I, I think I've seen them all, but I might have missed one. But yeah. you you've really really. Uh, tested that boat for them and and the, to the best of my knowledge it's absolutely worked flawlessly for you yeah yeah I, I can't think of anything that really really that needs i mean for a, a boat it's a good looking boat pulling behind your truck too down the road that's that's one thing that i like about it it kind of resembles <laughs> a bass boat kind of thing of course that's where i get my i bass fish for many years and i like the cool boats absolutely that's yeah. awesome man i and you quit blowing motors up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, because I, 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 I know, I know, I I placed in the money in a couple of tournaments that Steve had me beat because he couldn't get back to the because of his motor had let go, and I remember that two or three different times happening. That, that's oh, yeah. a killer. That's a killer. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He he took it on. You know, I don't know if I could take it as good as he did because I know that one that one tournament, man, you were loaded. Yeah, I, yeah, I do remember that one. Uh, that was, I think, that was, um, oh, Hovey, Hovey Lake, Hovey Lake. Yeah, 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 that was down there. You were, you were, I was packed out, but you had better than I did. Yeah, it was. Uh, but you know, my old buddy Rob Benningfield. I don't know if y'all know Rob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he told me one time to leave the racehorses alone and get me a workhorse. And yeah, that, that <laughs> that's good advice. Yeah. Yeah, that, yep. that's good advice. But you know, if I, you had, know, if I had to complain about the XL at all, it would be that it only does about forty-five to forty-eight, depending on you know, because me getting out of a seventy-mile-an-hour boat into a forty-mile-an-hour boat. <laughs> yeah, it probably feels like you're crawling. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I mean, it's it's a pretty smooth ride. It's a twenty-four footer is a nice boat. What size motor does it have on it, Steve? Two hundred. Two hundred. Is yeah, that I, the biggest I, I, it's rated for? That. No, I think you can put a 250 on it or 225, but I've talked to a lot of folks that has it 250, and they say they don't get any gas mileage at all. But I could put, right. I could put this 200 up, and I can run for days and not even have to worry about looking at the gas gauge, and it still have plenty of gas in it. Well, I like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I bought my 175, just strictly for the gas. And, uh, you know, it, it's – it's got 641 hours on it and it's six years old. So that tells you, you know, I put it through a lot. Yeah. When you bought that boat, gas was about $4 and 15 cents a gallon, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yes, yeah. it was. I can remember putting that in my Ranger and going down there to uh, Henderson about 2009. And I went through about $150 worth of gas to get the, uh, yep. I need to go <laughs> back. So, yeah. So yeah. now it's it's not bad, you know, with fuel at two dollars a gallon now, you know, but still uh you know, I got a fifty gallon gas tank, but that Suzuki just you know, e even if you open it up and really roll with it, but I don't, you know, I'm comfortable. I get it to thirty eight and I back out of the throttle and I'm I'm good. Yeah. Well um, I don't want XL boat, I don't mind the the you know, I do like I would like to go a little faster, but I don't mind doing a little cruising anymore. I'm, I'm kind of getting old and yeah, I'm not, I'm not as got that hot foot as much as I used to. <laughs> yeah, I don't even like going fast. Hmm. Yeah, well, you, says the guy <laughs> that's got a 300 horse on the back of his boat. <laughs> well, you know, uh, what I do on, the, on them rivers. You know, even though that old Ranger boat of mine would do 70 mile an hour, doesn't mean that I could do it on them rivers when them barges are coming by. And you know, winds blowing up, but you, you yeah. can't you can't go that fast. No, yeah. and and we we rarely run it very fast. There's no need to. I mean, uh, the the most boats, and that one is no different than any of the rest of them. They have a sweet spot where they run the very best and get the best fuel mileage. And around four thousand RPMs or just under that is the sweet spot. And uh, you're right around 45, 50 mile an hour, and it's very comfortable to ride in. You don't use hardly any fuel at all, and 
and uh, on on most of the time, that's that's where we run it. Right. But yeah, the old Suzuki's pretty good. Now, like I say, I'm coming out of that one going to the Yamaha, but I'm sure that the Yamaha's just a good boat. Oh yeah, yeah. Good motor. Yeah. yeah, the four strokes have really come a long ways over the years. They really oh, yeah. have. Mm -hmm. Well, boys, I'm I'm going to tell you something, and I'm a two-stroke guy. I like them because they're quick and they do what they do. But them four-stroke motors are so quiet that they're oh, it's just unreal. You can sit there and talk just like we're talking right now, uh, yeah. going down the down the river and never even know it. It's just it's, it's amazing. Well, there's yeah. plenty of times I've pulled up at the dam to to, to catch some, some skipjack or something, and just <laughs> put my trolling motor down and just and. and my anchor or whatever, and then 30 minutes later, realized that I left my motor running. You know, you just, you, you don't hear it. Yeah, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make any noise. Even no. when you're, when you're sitting there idling, you can carry conversation on with somebody and you just can't even hear it running. Right. That's, that's outstanding too, because, you know, I know you all are like me. You're old enough to remember the day that those, uh, um, Old two strokes was so loud that you were sitting beside each other and had to scream yeah. uh, to carry on a conversation. I, I remember those real well. Well, especially with the motors I always built because I always built them hot rods and I always cut the, the mufflers out of them, you know, the back where it just sounded cool. But, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, do miss exactly the, right. I do miss the smell of the two stroke. That yeah, I do miss. I always like that smell. That reminds you of the lake and water, yeah. Yeah. That's that's for sure. But uh, the new ones don't have that smell, really. No. <laughs> you know, they really don't. They're uh, they're quiet uh, compared to the old ones. They're not quite as a two-stroke, but they're they're pr pretty quiet, and uh, they don't they don't waste any fuel. You know, they're all computer controlled, I guess now, and and uh, they're very efficient and do really well. But uh, the four-strokes are are definitely a lot quieter. Uh, well, you know, it's just amazes reason. me. That's the main reason I blew up motors most of the time was because of the oil reservoir um, would quit working, or you get some air gap in it, or something would go wrong and, and cause the oil not to get back up into the motor. Because I didn't mix it in my gas; I had the, the oil reservoir. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. But yeah, that's that's what's kind of going on new with the the catfish conference this year. Um, I wish I could think of everybody we've got going on. Oh, the bait guy, um, Carl Morris, big cat bait company, he's going to be there. Now, I don't know if he's going to be at that time of uh, year. Sure. Uh, do you know if he's bringing his uh, machine down to show everybody again like oh, he did last year? I would say that's going to be the, the, the main main event, I would think. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, that thing is just does an outstanding job. Yeah, they they were vacuum sealing the water in them things. I never yep. seen that before. No, that's the first time I ever seen anything like it. But that machines like that is why his bait is such good quality. I mean, it's just outstanding. Right. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be a lot of stuff going on down there. Everybody needs to come down and and get. It's going to be two days again, or, or two days this year instead of one. So uh, and and the speakers will be speaking both days. So if you miss one one day, you can come back the next. And like I say, the tickets are free, so it ain't gonna cost you nothing to get back in. So I take a minute. 
So, and, and I mentioned Cabela's. Yeah, Cabela's is coming in. I'm trying to see in my mind where everybody's at. You know, uh, these when you you've got the boat companies, you've got the tackle stores, you got the rod companies, you got uh, as you was talking about boat motors and people coming in, and uh, you've got one of the top boat comp, uh, dealers in the nation going to be there, uh, yeah. helping you put it on. So uh, I can't think of it other. You got Kentucky DNR, and that's not every state in the union, but just getting them there. Uh, there's not much you guys have missed out on, is there? No, I think we're supposed to have uh, Ohio and Indiana both. Oh, good, good, good. And we've invited That's them, right? and I think they, they're going to really try. So, uh, let's see. Vicious fishing line. We got Jip Vicious. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Let's see. Of course, Monster Rod Holders are going to be there. Hook Setter USA. Uh, they're going to be there. Oh, Mud Bums. They're 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 going to be a big draw this year. They are. They got their own TV show, and I've watched some of their stuff, and and uh, they're they're quite entertaining. Uh, I I think they're on the Outdoor Channel or Pursuit Channel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, from, the boys are from up in Iowa, aren't they, Steve? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, let's see, Extreme Bait Systems. We got, and I think Bottom Dwellers is coming, but he's not coming in a big booth next this year. I think he's just going to rent him a, a small booth. Uh, B&M poles, so there's more more rods to pick from. Uh, Bass and more, he'll be there with all his tackle. Uh, Jim will have a great display, he always does. Yep. Um, Trophy Ridge planer boards, they'll be there. Uh, Mustad hooks will be there. Good, good. Um, let's see, who else? Warrior Cat tackle will be there. Warrior, they got rods and uh, uh, a smaller, smaller tackle with with their line of stuff. Yeah, and that's that's most of the guys that I brought into the, the mix here. Now there's some other stuff like Big Hoss gear. I don't really know what that is just yet, but I do see it listed. Is Whiskerware going to be there too? Whiskerware? No, I haven't heard anything out of them. Haven't heard nothing from Rob. Oh, we're gonna have to say uh -huh. something to him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But and then of course, like I say, uh, we've still got a few booths that that are available. Uh, if anybody's interested in, in getting a, a booth, and how 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 would they if somebody decides tonight that they want to be a part of the 2017 Catfish Conference and they want to put a display up, how do they get in touch with you to do that? Well, you can go to catfishconference.com and and uh, you know hit the, the little buttons at the top says conference. Um, 2017 and, and there's a go to the catfish exhibitors vendors page and there's links there that you can follow uh, that'll take you right to the to the uh, contracts and, and applications that's good and so anybody that that has stuff that they would like to display you're not going to be able to put it out in front of this many people live anywhere else in the united states so if you want to get a hold of of the catfish conference go to their website click on there go to their vendor display page they'll set you up with a booth and, and they've only got a few left is my understanding so uh get on in there and get that stuff down there if you guys have got something that you want the world to see we all want to see it while we're there right it's uh, it's going to be a good good thing, I think. You know, like I say, we're we're already know that we're out of room this year, and we need a bigger place. So, uh, 
exciting. That's that's, that's unbelievable just, in two years unreal. that you've grown yeah. like that. Just that's just nuts, and and it's only going to get bigger, Steve. Well, the industry's ready for this. You know, it's the the industry is uh, well, not the industry, the the the, the folks that's involved in it as far as the, the fishermen. Um, they're you know. They're excited. I mean, fishing should be fun. It really should. The, the, the whole sport should be fun. Now, there's a few few uh, folks that like to throw the wrenches in the gears. But other than that, you know, we should, we need to keep this sport fun with conservation in mind. I agree. I agree. It's uh, and, and like you, it doesn't matter if it's me and Doc or you or uh, who it is. Nobody's going to make everybody happy. But for the most part, this conference was a success in everybody's eyes. I don't remember. I, I, there was not anybody that I, I heard say anything yeah. negative about it. It was a, a plus uh, a professionally done deal, and everybody was was impressed with the way it was run. So uh, uh, that's just that's just awesome. Aaron Wheatley just popped up in here, Steve to remind you that if you decide you need a venue, the Owensboro Convention Center, it would probably be available. You know, we tried that. Uh, we looked at that this year and um, the dates that we need to keep this at, you know, like like Monsters on Ohio is always in October. Um, Rising Sun's always in September. We want to kind of keep that theme of, of February and it's it's just not available in, in February. That's that's the biggest thing. But whenever if it ever does come available, we would very much like to go into there. Well, I, I got to tell you, uh, when when you're having this, the only thing that uh, has has held everybody over all winter is winter blues on Wheeler, and you're looking at another month and a half or so. So people are just they can't wait to see all this stuff. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. And like I say, you get to come and, and smooze with some of the top pros. And if you're a top pro yourself, you just want to come in and, and shoot the bull with with your, your buddies. That you know, it, it's it's just for fun. The whole thing is just going to be. You know, most of the time, when these these tournament guys come to a function, they got one thing on their mind: it's finding bait, finding where to fish, and get out of there. They don't want to talk and, and socialize. But in this place. You, you, ain't, you ain't looking for no bait. You're ready to, you know, socialize for two days straight. So mm -hmm. Come have fun. I do know uh, a lot of the, a lot of the guys are coming. Um, that you know, they even though they're professionals in the business, they're not coming to speak or anything, but they're coming just to kind of hang out. Right, right. God hit me up the other day and said he's definitely coming. John Big Daddy's Warden, gonna be there. Yeah, John Warden called, uh, told me he's gonna show up. So. A lot, it's just going to be a lot of fun for everybody, no matter what skill set level you're at on this thing. Whether well, you're starting out or you're Bill King in the business, you know, it's going to be fun for everybody. Well, you know, if you go down there and you run into Jeff Dodd or John Warden or Phil King or Doc Lang, you're going to get to talk to the best of the best. And, and those guys are so much fun. They're an entertainment factor just in themselves. If you walk down the aisle at this thing and you if you see Big Daddy down there, how you doing? He'll stand there and talk to you. He's that way. He's a great guy. And and one of the things that I'm so impressed in is that you got James Patterson down there. James is such a super guy. He's been in this business since it was a, a long business. Time. Yeah. 
is so knowledgeable and he'll tell you anything you want to know. He's just a friendly and nice. And uh, But for the most part, that's the way the catfishing industry is. Yeah, James, James is a good guy, man. I, I feel bad, too. Last year at the conference, I didn't even know he was there. Of course, um, you know, I've, I've met James a couple of times, but after Wheatley's um, seminar, everybody was kind of dispersing, but I was, I'm kind of doing the camera. Everybody's wanting to stop and meet me and shake my hand, all that. Mm-hmm. And I had a line there. And then at the end of the line, like 15 minutes after I done talked to everybody else, here comes James Patterson waited in line just to say, Hey, thanks for doing what you're doing. That meant so much to me. You don't even know. Oh, I, mean, I do know. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. it was, yeah. I mean, I would expected him to come on up. And, hey, what you doing? But he waited till everybody got done and, and left and, and come up and introduced himself. Well, well that, and that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah. We was we was very fortunate and excited that James took a few minutes with us down in Memphis and sat down and done a show with us. And he st- he sat there for quite a while. And yeah, we uh, talked for a long time. Yeah. He's yeah. he's one of the icons in the sport and and. Uh, the guy, the people that don't know James Patterson needs to make it an effort to get to know him because he is one of the best of the best. Oh, I've got some. I, I spent a day with him out there on Memphis uh, this past summer. I've got a lot of video of him just talking. <clears throat> and you know, if you if you really listen to what he's saying, he's going to teach you a lot of stuff in just a few few uh, few minutes. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he's a great and guy. He was just talking to me, he, he was just telling me stories of, of past this and that, and I was learning a lot from him just just from him talking. So just just getting the information from him to see how catfishing has changed since he started doing it like he is till now is a complete story all in its own. Oh yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, he, he's going to be a, a great asset to us this year. Absolutely. He'll be a blast. I, I, I got to tell you, I know Joe Lucky very well. Uh, Joe and I fish tournaments against each other for years, and that will be a great seminar. Joe is so knowledgeable. He's, he's a, a truly great guy, and he'll sit up there and visit with people and, and tell them anything they want to know, but he fishes um, – Springfield Lake a lot. Of course, he lives over there and the Illinois River. There's some great channel cat areas to fish, and anybody that wants to learn how to catch channel cat consistently will need to go in and see Joe do his seminar because he'll tell you the tricks and ins and outs of it. He fishes with Jerry Klein, his his father, uh, his dad, and uh, them guys now, if you get up to our neck of the woods, you're going to have to beat them boys because they're going to be on it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the guys look at look at uh, these big blues that a lot of guys are catching, but then they, they, they don't think much about the channel cats. But I'm going to tell you what, it's just as tough to go out and catch a big load of channel cats as it is to catch a big blues. Now, you, yeah, that's yeah. And I, don't, I mean, a, a fish, if I always say action is action, but, you know, a, a 10, 15-pound channel cat is a huge channel cat to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I – I, I don't care how big they are, just have fun. But yeah, Joe's going to be a good, good speaker too. He's a, uh, he's a uh, very well. Uh, how you want to say it? He, he knows what he's talking about as far he's been around. Like I say, he he can compete with you down in Alabama, or he can compete with you in the, the Illinois River. 
he can. And and for those of you who want to check it out, you can look at the fish he caught with Mike Mitchell down there. I think that was on Wheeler, and it was just a stud. Yeah, yeah, I think it was 105 pounds, 102 pounds or something like that. <laughs> it was a giant, yeah. And old Joe, he gets it done, and, and uh, like I say, his, his dad, uh, Jerry Klein, number one, and then his brother, Jerry Klein II, uh, it owns uh, the Tangle with Catfish fishing rods and stuff. So they come from a line of family that knows how to catch catfish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they're good good folks, too, real good they folks. They are. They're great guys. Mm-hmm. And Jerry and them guys have been sponsored you in your videos for years. Yeah. They're yeah. Good, good people. Exactly. And then, of course, uh, Mr. King. And Mr. King's kind of silent most of the time. He He's uh, – He'll talk to you, but he, he, you know, he's he's not out there, you know, say like I am, you know, on social media. But man, you don't want to dismiss that fella at all. No, uh, you, sir. No, you don't. Yeah. Phil King's one of the, for years, was one of the very elite tournament cat fishermen. He was, and and Chuck has told us many, many times that Phil helped him along for when he was starting out, like nobody else would do, and and uh, that's that's the. Uh, uh, the part of a true sportsman that that makes him so great yeah and then he has a guide service too so he teaches a lot like i said he don't get on facebook and share a lot of stuff but you know sometimes he does but i don't you know phil's not about that phil's you know he's he's got his guide service and he's serious about what he does we've tried uh, to get phil on our show with us several times and uh you know he's not just a guide he's got an everyday job like a lot of other people do and uh i'm hoping that we'll be able to to uh, get him gathered up down there and set in for a, a session with us on Catfish Weekly because uh, the schedules just never seem to line up where we can get him on there. And and he's such a knowledgeable guy. And like I say, he's been around it forever. So uh, mm-hmm. if we can make that happen, we need to make that happen. Well, the way I understand it, now, it, it's got to happen the way it's going to happen. But the Catfish Lounge is what we have roped off for, for you and – and uh, that's kind of be where, you know, the, the guides hang out, the speakers and seminar guys, you know, for the general public, you know, to come around and talk and, and chat with you while you're not speaking. So uh, the Catfish Lounge is where you want to come see all these guys when they're, when they're not busy. And, and I'm sure they'll, they'll be ready to answer any questions, take pictures with you and whatever else you, you might want, out, you know. You know, one of the things that I, and we've talked about this on the show, I don't know if I've told you or not, but last year, Chuck and I done the show was before Doc joined us on the show when him and Lynn was supposed to get in there. And again, it's one of them things that just didn't line up where we could get him and Lynn on there. I'd like to get Lynn on there with us again, try to this year, maybe her and Cindy sit down and do a short segment with us or something. But um it was it was so busy last year that Chuck and I didn't get to see any of the to see any of the uh, uh, speakers speak. So we was waiting to see them when you posted them up on YouTube, just so we could get to see the seminars because yeah. we had we was so busy we just didn't have a chance to watch any of them. Exactly. Yeah. It was a it was a great time down there last year. It, it, it really went over and above what I even expected. Oh, I, I was so impressed. Like I say, we went down there and got there early to get the stuff set up for the show. And when they opened that, unlocked that front door to let the people in to set up their displays, they just kept coming in and they never slowed down all day. Oh, I know. Right. Yeah. 
We opened we, for we us. got there at nine o'clock and there was people coming out of the building with rods. You know, you'd see four or five guys had four or five rods in each hand. They were coming out. And I said, I thought they were supposed to open this up at nine o'clock. And, you know, they said, well, well, they opened it up and the vendors came in and so did the cat fishermen. So. Did, did I, you see the little video I put out of the, the Lisa's uh, interview? No. Of Lisa's? Yeah, Lisa. Lisa was running around interviewing the. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I've seen oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was uh, talking to this one guy, and he said, "Oh, I just love it." She and and it's three of them, but they just realized that they're talking to Lisa that they spent the one guy spent eight hundred dollars already. <laughs> so he probably didn't want his wife to know that. <laughs> well, I think his wife was one of them right there. She she was the one that just realized they done spent eight hundred dollars. <laughs> so, but I mean, it, it probably wouldn't be hard to do. You get four or five oh, yeah. rods, hundred bucks yeah. a piece. Yeah, it don't take buy long. Some, go buy it. some reels and that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, you, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. Plastic goes a long ways. Yeah. The only, <laughs> the only thing we don't have that I wish we could have, and it's kind of hard, but I think next year we should be able to get them. But they'll be probably represented through Jeff Jones Marine, but it's like um, trolling motors. You know, we don't have a certain brand oh, of yeah. setting up a display or anything, but you know, you'll be able to see them still uh, at, at Jeff Jones Marine booth. They'll have a lot of stuff up. So Aaron, excuse me, guys, Aaron Wheatley sent a message in on our chat, Steve, and he says he wants to know where that video of big cat Patterson's at. I ain't put it out yet. Yeah, I knew you hadn't, or I'd already seen it. <laughs> I've, I've got the one video that me and Big Cat did when he shows his cotton rig. Yeah. I've that video out. But I've got, I probably got 20, 30 more minutes of me and him just talking as we're fishing, and he's just telling stories and how it all I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see that. It'll be a great show. For somebody who don't know who he is, it might be just a couple guys fishing. But for the guys that really know and can listen to him and read between the lines, you're going to learn some stuff because I sure did. I'm sure. Yeah. That's a guy that I'm taught sure. me how to fish on the river. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, because, I, you know, back in the 90s, you know, that's when I started fishing tournaments. And uh, James and I can't think of his uh, partner's name. Looks just like him. Hmm. Just can't get it. He, I mean, he was a uh, a captain on the river for years. You're talking oh, about Harold Dodd. Harold Dodd. Yeah. yeah. Harold Dodd's one of my favorite yeah. people of all yes, time. Sir, I haven't seen Harold in a long time, but those two were they were partners. And I remember down in Paducah, they they were just whipping everybody down in that area. Well, they they had a few techniques that they were not real savvy. About. I mean, people weren't implementing them techniques and they knew about it and bumping is it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cause I felt real good coming away and I had 150 some pounds and man, I was all excited. Whew. I wasn't even in the top 10. That's good old days, wasn't it? When you could bring yeah. fish in. <laughs> I, wasn't, I, I, I was nowhere near, man. That I I thought, oh boy, I said this is gonna be great. And no. <laughs> I've, yeah. I've had the pleasure of having Harold Dodd at my house and done some work for him over the years. And he is so much fun. And 
I've I've fished with Harold and Ricky Brackett, and I, I've told this story before, but I don't know if you've heard it or not, Steve. But Harold keeps a set of small boat cutters with him, and uh, Ricky, uh, I'm sure as he still does, he used them high dollar gamagatsu hooks. At the time, they was cost him about three and a half a piece, and and he'd pull a fish in the boat, and Harold reached down there and cut that hook off so he didn't stress that fish. And and old Rick would just squall, and the next time he pulled one in, he'd do it again. I never laughed so hard with them two guys as I did that day. It was a blast. Uh-uh. The last thing I heard about Harold, I think he uh, he caught a big old fish in the Bass Pro Shop down there. But Phil King caught a 102-pounder or something like that day one, and I think Harold caught it day two and – 103 pounder or something like that so something that, that's been about remember. five years ago i think yeah, uh, yeah he, 2007 mm-hmm. <clears throat> he told me that story the first time i'd heard about it but he when he get to telling that story it was i mean he's kind of like ef hutton when when harold dodd talks everybody just kind of sits back and listens to what he's got right say. yeah just, he's just a great guy, and I think the world of him. Now, the last I knew about Harold, you was talking about you hadn't seen him in a while, Doc. The last time I knew about Harold, uh, he had quit doing the running the tow boats, and they had got him managing or running the company yeah. that he worked for, and it's absorbed so much of his time. But Harold's got to be about ready to quit. He's going to have to get. I look for him to be back fishing as soon as he does. You yeah. know, if, if I'm not mistaken, I talked to. Uh, Patterson about that, and I think he said I think he said Harold went back to work. Yeah, back to driving the boat. Oh, he did. I think that's what he said. If I'm not mistaken. Wow. Well, well, I do know. I do know that here in and this was several years ago. Harold was in. You know, he was in the administration part of the the thing, and right. The a, a, a tug went down, and the captain drowned. Uh, on one of the dams here in Ohio, and they brought Harold up, and he ran the unit that you know brought that that boat back up. So that says a lot for his skills. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a lot of fun. I know we got a lot of a lot of old school guys and and uh, a lot of a lot of new stuff going on. So yeah, I'm looking well, forward I- to seeing everybody. Yeah. Steve, if, you, if these guys that want to learn about catfishing come down there and if they can can just take what the guys like Doc and Jim Patterson and guys like that are talking about and listen to what the the younger guys with the the new style knowledge, if they can take that stuff and put it together, they'll be somebody to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Well, you talk about the new knowledge, new style that uh, – Planer boards. I know it ain't a big thing right now, or ain't a ain't a new thing, but it's a new thing to me. And and of course the Zach Royce fella, that's yep. kind of mm-hmm. popular again here shortly. Uh, kind of got my interest up, so I, I started running them a little bit too. So that that's a new thing. I mean, you're never too old to learn anything. That's right. Uh, now, to be honest with you, I, I learned what I know on my own. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't even how to, I didn't even know how to put the planer board on the on a thing. So. Um, I don't know which planer board is the best. I don't know none of that. I just I bought me some planer boards and went to work. So and and they, they do they do work fine. So yeah, you can learn new stuff from anybody. anybody. That's exactly right. You know, and, and these planer boards, we've been using them all year and, and they're outstanding. Uh and, and I maybe some of them are a little maybe better made or better quality, maybe maybe they're not. 
know is they work to put fish in the boat. They get your stuff out further away from it, whether you're drifting, dragging, anchored, it doesn't make any difference. And anything that works is beneficial, and it's worth taking the time to learn how to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I never did. I've known about them for years. Um, used to see them in the end fishermen and things, but to me, they mm -hmm. were too much pain in the butt to do. But yeah, <laughs> you know, really, once, once you start catching some 60s and 70s with them, they're no longer a pain, then, are they? No longer a pain, no. <laughs> no, no. And yeah. you find yourself, where's my planer boards at? So, That's right. That's exactly it's a, right. It's a lot more work, but, uh, you know, when you start busting them big fish, then you, it, it makes a difference. Well, the work is, is deploying them, you know, because yeah. you've got to keep your boat moving to deploy them, or you got to be in current weather. I've never been in the current situation, but... I do know that you got to be on the move to deploy four of them and get them out there properly. You just can't drop them and then start rolling. Right. And, and, uh, one thing that I'll mention about that, not to cut you off, Steve, but, uh, a lot of people have to understand that there is regulations that change state to state on how many lines you can have out and how many of that stuff you can be running. So you need to make sure you check all that when you're doing them, but they are a very worthwhile product to learn. It's like when, when they come out, when everybody started bumping, it was kind of a hush-hush thing. There was only a few people knew about it. Mm -hmm. Then the words got out that, you you know, people could back bounce and catch these fish and drift backwards down. Everybody thought, oh, them guys are crazy. Well, it got to a point in tournament fishing that if you wasn't doing that, you was playing for second, third, fourth, fifth place because them other guys was putting so many more fish in the boat that yeah. you couldn't get it. And that's what this, where this planer board deal is going, I think. Yeah, it's a, you know, and I don't know whose brand is what, like I said, I've never used but one brand and I just got it off the internet and, and went to using them. But luckily I got the ones that I think I needed because they made my eight ounce sinkers float and that's, that's what I wanted. That's exactly right. what you want. Yeah, I agree. Aaron Wheatley sent us another message, said, can we talk about using them anchor? Yeah. We sure can, Aaron. Yes, because we can. Uh, if you're anchored, you need some type of current. Now, this is my opinion. You guys chime in anytime you want to, but I, you have to have some kind of current to pull them out away from your boat to make your spread wider. Yep, especially when you're anchored. And, and there's a real big advantage when there's a lot of current. You can get them things out there. And I mean, they, and you know, I've caught them for years, but that's how I used them years ago to keep my lines from all coming together up, right up behind right. the boat. And if you uh, decide, I'm not sure how that, well, I mean, I'm, I, I see the concept and I'm going to have to play with it a little bit, but are, are y'all talking about suspending these baits over? Yes. yes. Or are you talking about letting them drag the bottom and then, I mean, if you're anchored, if you're anchored up in current. Yeah. Are, are you, you want your bait well, the bottom, lay on the bottom like normally? Yeah, but you're using the planer board to keep it out so it doesn't roll back in behind the boat like yeah, it you normally know. would when you got a lot of current. Right. right. So you can either I use them suspended. Right. And we, yeah, and that's what. And that stern planer, we kind of we played around with that thing. Right. Uh, that that's pretty. That was pretty awesome. Yep, it is. And and yes, Aaron, you can use them in cold weather because if you're anchor fishing. Yeah. You just let them go out there, and if they sit there a while and you don't get bit, let some more line out and let them go out a little further or back a little further and, 
and uh, you can you don't have to drag them in a cast. If you haven't been hit, chances are your bait's still on them. So you can go out a little ways, and if you don't get bit, let a little more line out, and they go a little further, and you can just keep moving them around. And if you know the fish are there, sooner or later you're going to find one that wants to bite them. But they're very effective anchored fishing, but you have to – I think you have to have current uh, to make them operate, or they're just no different than just casting out uh, and fishing on the bottom. Right. So if you're, yeah. in a, if you're in some eight ounce current and you normally would have to use eight ounces to get down there, you're still going to use eight ounces on them planer boards? Yes. Yep. I do. Really? Yep. They'll hold yep. them up. I, I put yep. as much as 16 on mine. The ones that I'm using, I put as much as 16 and yep. a piece of bait on it and it'll hold it. Yep. Yeah, right. we, use six, we use 16 ounces and a half a skipjack several times this summer and, and had zero issues with them. And, and I'm those, of course, now, Steve, the, them TX 44s that we use from uh, church tackle, they're huge. Uh, yeah, they're and they're, they're made to do, do dipsy divers up on the great lakes. Uh, and I'm not saying other boards won't do it, but, and I'm not telling you, you can't sink one of these. Cause I'm sure if you worked at it harder, if you can, but I never have yet. Right. Yeah. And uh, we your, your limiting factor is this: the clip, the style <laughs> right. clip that is being used is that is your limiting factor on your boards. Yep, that's that's correct. And it doesn't matter what some, kind of board it is. Yeah, some of them got pins in the back so that it doesn't release the line, so that board stays right with them. Others have, you know, that when the fish a hit, secondary clip, it pulls it out and you know pops it up. I like it when yeah. they pop it out like that. Yeah, they jerk yeah. that back of that board down, and the <laughs> front end comes up. Well, it's I, exciting, man. I'd go completely under. Of course, I was on yeah. them seventy pounders down there on Little Hill, so uh, they just you know they they, yeah, they, they, bury, they them. bury them down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and these these uh, clips that we use in are adjustable, so you, so you can set that up with. It just takes a little bit of screwdriver. You can set it up to where when they hit it, they'll pull that line out of there, or you can set it up so tight that you cannot pull it out of there. However, right. you want to do it, and uh, the the adjustability of those I really do like, but uh, they're fun to use. And anything that you can do to keep your eye looking on them is, if, especially if you're anchor fishing on a cold day, if the fish are not biting, it gives you something to check out and watch for. Well, for, for suspend drifting, now I haven't really worked a lot at mine on the, on dragon yet. Um, but the suspend drifting, I don't know how I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to fish regular like I used to just suspend. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you, I mean you, can work, you can work those ledges. I mean, if that ledge is like, say, 50 foot wide and you got 80 foot at the bottom and 70 foot at the top, you can work that whole ledge just with four planer boards and two down yeah. rods. That's right. correct. Cover it perfectly. You know, now, and, and, but some guys fish them big flats and they want them 200 feet behind their boat and spread way out. I, I like mine tight and to the point. Right. I'm the same way. You know, and, and Doc was talking about them stern planers, and, and they, they're shaped in a cone, and they go right behind your boat, and you can spit, suspend that thing, and it'll stay right behind your boat no matter how far you put it out there. It's not going to go side to side. It's going to be right behind there, and uh, you can suspend that in your pattern when you are going along those ledges, like you say, and you can, you can control that left of, of that ledge with those boards like nothing I know of. 
Yeah. Well, I got I got two of them, but when I bought them, I wasn't paying attention. I thought they were planer boards. I thought, well, it's a new kind of planer board. Let me get this and try it. Little did I know it didn't wasn't going to plane off to the side. It just drove right behind. So, <laughs> right. Um, that was my first mistake there. And like I say, I, I really didn't know what I was doing when I did this, but I knew I wanted to try it because I've seen so many other people out there doing it. But, you know, a guy like me, I don't want to ask nobody how to do it. You know, I got to find out for myself. I, I'm too embarrassed to ask somebody how to do something. Well, so I just uh, do it. When you learn like that, though, you'll never forget anything, whether it was a mistake or whether it was a success. You'll remember it all. Oh, yeah. Well, we went, I went, I took them uh, girls, uh, Risha and Jessica Oakley. I took them down around Thanksgiving and we impl I implemented those those uh, planer boards and, and man, we caught a lot of big fish on them. I mean, there were some great videos. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say that they're going to, have them a few planer boards next year. They, uh, oh, they I'm actually on it too pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we had those on our show here uh, a month ago or something like that. And they yeah. are so nice. And uh, those girls are going to be good for sport catfish. Well, they're the real deal. They, they, uh, they know how to fish a little bit. You know, they're not scared to touch the bait. They're not scared to grab that big catfish. Um, nope. The, the Jessica, um, when she caught her first big fish, she was so adamant about throwing that thing up over her shoulder. She wanted it on her shoulder and you know how some of these big guys throw them over. She wanted so we we accommodated her, helped her put it on her shoulder, and she got some good photos. So I'm pretty surprised that she let you help her. They just appear to me that that if they want to do it themselves, they're gonna figure out how to get it done. Well, I never really I mean, I kind of coached them a little bit on how to put the planer boards on. But once they got the hang of it, I just kind of sat back and let them do it. They cut their own bait. They do, they do it all. And I, and I let them net everything themselves. I let them uh, pull them in. So even they pull, I, we caught one, it was probably a 75 pounder, the biggest one we caught. And they, they handled it. I mean, they, it took two of them, but they handled right. it. They took the hook out of it. They, they took the pictures and, and uh, had a good time. So yeah, oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're serious. That's for sure. Well, we, we really enjoyed the, the night they spent with us on a show. And, and like I say, they was a lot of fun and, and, uh, I, I'm anxious to see them. I'm, I'm hoping they'll both be at the conference and we'll set them down there live and visit with them. And, uh, I know, uh, is it Risha that works there for Jeff Jones? Yeah. Risha is a, a big right. boat salesman or some kind of manager or something. Well, one of the, uh, the other one's a school teacher, I believe. But yeah. they they were yeah. just so nice and and uh, I it's there's a there's a mother daughter team up in Wisconsin, I believe, that fishes catfish tournaments. But these two teams like that may have started a trend. Well, uh, I, sponsored, been, I sponsored the Lori Dorsner, I think her name, Lori, uh -huh, right? Them, and I've sponsored these these new girls here, so. Um, you know, I'm the sports sure. I'm not sure that you'll see a big magnitude of them in the next year, but you're going to see more women teams. These women are independent. They know yeah. how to fish. Uh, they know what they got to do and they get it done. And, uh, it's not going to be too long before one of those teams come in there and put a whooping on all of us guys. And, and we're yeah. going to set, we're going to have to sit back and say, 
congratulations, ladies. You have you have laid it on us. Well, the sad it's, part it's, of it is the sad part of it is I'm sure that they're gonna smoke my butt too. What's that? The 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 students overcome the teachers or something like that? Yeah, yeah, that's the way it usually works out. Well, one thing about that, Steve, you 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 always be able to say, "Hey, I helped them along and got them got them to to figure out a few things, even though they're doing it on their own." That uh, that I was a part of it, and that's that's worth a lot. Well, just like say, I I like supporting the sport, Uh, but there's a lot a lot of ladies out there. Uh, fishing, you know, Janet Fox, she's out there, uh, Teresa, um, and Dave, you know, they, they fish. Yep. Uh, that little, that little old gal from, uh, Texas, uh, Lisa. She, I seen her, she, the, Lisa the, Prince. Well, her, her too, but the, the little Tawakany girl, um, her. Oh yeah. I can, oh, uh, Michael, little, Michael, little Terry, John. little John. Yeah. I think she went out there in the middle of the net. There's some gnarly waves out there. Some, Big swells. Yeah. He was putting yeah. the big fish in the boat, filming herself. Yep. So, film guy, she does it all, man. I've I've tried to get them to come on the show, yeah. and, and you know, I think a lot of times people think that that we're going to let something happen to them on the show or embarrass them or something, and we never do that on purpose for anybody. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I've asked Michael and Terry a couple different times, and they, you know, they are interested, and I don't hear nothing back out of them. So. Uh, and, and after a while, I get kind of disinterested. But you know, this right. this show is about pr- promoting catfishing and making it bigger and better and sharing knowledge for everybody. And there's, you know, if we do something wrong, it's a mistake. We sure sure as yeah. a world not going to do it on purpose. Right? Yeah, she's on YouTube right now. Uh, she's there. In fact, there's a hey guys, greetings from the Catfish Conference admin team. They're on on YouTube right now too. On YouTube. Who's that? Yeah. Who is? Uh, Terry, Michael and Terry Littlejohn and the Catfish Conference admin team is on uh, YouTube right oh, now. Oh, well, good. I've, Welcome I've got it live up here on mine. I'm not good. sure who that is. That's probably uh, Lauren and Hervé Dropped. I think that's how you say their last name. They're the business house. They're, they're the one that takes care of the website. And, yep. That's, uh, and he said, that's right. This is Hervé. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Hervey's stepped into something he's not used to. Of course, he's, he's he's doing a great job at what he does, but he's never come from catfishing. He don't come from a catfishing site, but he's really got a dose of it last year. So that's good. He, yeah. That's good. He uh, he uh, he's doing a good job. Now I need to get him out one day and and uh, put him on a big fish, and that might change him around. But yeah, they do a, a great job on the the, the website and. And uh, whatever else you call that, uh, maintenance stuff that that ha- goes on with the director. That's it, director. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah, it takes a team to put this thing on, guys. It, it it no one man can do it by himself. I don't know how. Oh, uh, Aaron Wheatley does everything by himself. Because. All right. I, Steve, I, I don't know. Hang on, man, Steve. We're gonna put you on the spot. Hervé says, tell Steve he can tell the real story about my introduction to catfishing. It's a funny one. The introduction. I'm probably lost on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, he just posted it. What was it? How are you seeing this stuff at? Uh, I monitor like- YouTube. We have the channel on YouTube. And so I monitor it. And then we watch the, you know, 
each one of us is looking at at other places where we're, we're going live. So we, we go live and, and we get messages on Facebook and I try to catch those and I try to catch the ones on, on Google and some of them that's on the Catfish Weekly website, we have a live chat there and Doc, he's watching the one, we have a live chat also on the YouTube channel. So uh, we get, you know, we get YouTube Pete watchers and we get Catfish Weekly watchers. We get people yeah. watching on, on Google and Facebook. Uh, Facebook, you know, and they, they send us questions for all of them. So everybody's uh, kind of, everybody's got a, a designated area they watch so we can try to catch all the, all the questions that we get. Right. Yeah. And see you and Chuck, he's not here tonight. So he, he's, you know, always watching something else right there. So we, we stay on top of all this. So when oh, one of, when one of us is not here, it, yeah. <laughs> we Man. still miss some. <laughs> Three of us oh. stay pretty busy on here for the hour that we're talking. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I don't know what Hervey's talking about by the funny story. I'll probably remember it once I get off of here, but. Uh, well, you know, something that, that you and I talked about, Steve, that, that this conference is such a big deal that we need to make a big uh, opportunity as we can to get the word out so as many people can be there and, and see it as we can. So we, you and I talked about having you on the show tonight. Then we talked about having you on the show in January and then right before the conference. So sometime between now and then, maybe you guys could get together on, on that story and share it with it on the next show. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. We, but, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I just think it's that important. And, and if you have the time, I think that you, that we need to keep everything up to date. If something changes, even if it doesn't change, we can go over a lot of the same stuff again, because there'll be people watching the next time that didn't watch tonight. Oh, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the bad thing about Facebook. You know, I've got like a full house on, on the friends list, but when I make a blast out Facebook, I think meters who gets to see that. My, the whole 5,000 list of people that's on my list don't get to see it. So, yeah, uh, I'm sure you're shame right. They, shame that they meter you like that, but you know, it is what it is. But you know, I guess the more we blast it, the more they're going to get it, get to the point. So, but yeah, I yep. think we got a good lineup this year. Uh, my only concern is running out of room again. So, but we're going to make well, do what we got this year and, and move to the next year. I was pretty impressed the way you kept finding places for them last year. Uh, yeah. That Marine uh, location, you know, everything worked out and went really smooth, but I didn't realize that building was divided up into so many places. And uh, it was way late in the day before I found everybody, you know? Yeah. We had that one off to the side a little bit and I kind of, if we'd have knew a little, if we'd have had a little bit more, cause we had to get that tent, you know, we knew we was running out of room on there. So we rented that, that tent also to put out back. But if we'd have been thought about it a little bit more, we should have put it at the next garage door over and made people walk through that other room that a lot of people may not know about. Right. Right. That's a good idea. But you know, but that's still, it was a lot of fun. This Nadowski yeah. said that he had so much fun down there last year. He can't remember when he laughed so hard. So, you know, uh, and it was, it was a great time. Yeah. Well, tell Vince Nadowski, we still got a, a booth open available for him and his rides. I think he's got a Absolutely. new out too. 
Yeah, he does. He's got some new rods out, and, of course, he's got Catfish Tech, and that would be a good time for him to get down there and get all that stuff set up. So, Vince, there's your invitation to get a hold of them guys and get you a booth. Yep. Uh, like I said, the, the Wish to Wear guy, you know, we've got booths available for – I think we got three or four booths available left, and that's about it. Now, we've got a couple in the, the seminar room that, that uh, we've kind of got reserved for guides and, and nonprofit kind of guys. So mm-hmm. – we we still got a, a little bit of room available. Okay, yeah, well, that's good. Hotels now, I think the hotel is booked up. I wouldn't surprise really? me because wow. I know, I know we got a room some time ago and they was low then. Yeah, uh, I think we reserved a hundred rooms and they're gone. They're one out. So yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be great. You know, another guy's coming all the way from New Mexico is Chris Flores, my buddy from uh, Muddy River Catfishing. Got the other YouTube right. channel. Yep, He's yep. Chris. He was in last year. He done a really good job on on a lot of his videos, and and I know you made a trip down there. How did how was that? Did you get to fish with Chris? I did get to fish with Chris, but you know, the thing I stayed four days. But man, when you got to fly that far, yeah, too much in one day and didn't work out, and then. Of course, I, I guess I went during a holiday too, and there was just everybody on his brother was on the lake, and of course the <laughs> wind blew 156 mile an hour. So, but a great, great company down there. I mean, there you don't get better guys than the New Mexico folks. They're just real nice. And, That's uh, awesome. It was a lot of it's fun. Awesome. I got a Perfect. message back from Vince. He says, "Yes, we will be setting it up as soon as he gets back from Wheeler. So you're going to be." You're going to be losing one of those spots down there, Steve. Well, that's good. That's good. He needs absolutely. Yeah, and Herve just posted. We have three booths open in the main room. That all we got left is three, then, huh? Yeah. So, well, I mean, like I say, it's uh been a it's been a little you know time consuming getting this stuff together, but you know it's all falling together. It's all just coming together. So it'll be a great time. You know, Steve, you guys have been working on this since before the last Catfish Conference. You've worked on it all year, and it's upon us now. And, and all that hard work that you guys put in doing this is going to pay off because it's going to be a blast. Well, like I say, I, I just I'm, I'm hoping everybody has a lot of fun and, and leave. You know, I I hate to bring it up, but there is drama out there. I just everybody needs to leave the drama alone and come have some fun. And that was the cool part about last year. There was none. Yeah. And it can be that way again. It just you just gotta do it. That's all. Right. Yeah, but we had such a blast. <laughs> that it was, was so much it was a fun. great time. Well, it you was uh, a great time. We we should have that many I, I we I think we had like say fifteen hundred people that came through. Um, my goal is is three thousand to come through, but I'm hoping that we're gonna be able to do some local advertising. And bring an extra two thousand in from that, hmm. just you know, kind of in the the tri-state, Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky kind of thing. That'd be good. That'd be good because it's good for that area and bring in a little extra revenue and stuff. So, yeah, but it'll it'll be a, a good time, and I'm looking forward to seeing you all there. And I don't know if you know it or not, though, Lyle. You seem to be the voice of the Catfish Conference. Well, <laughs> thank you. I know you'd said something about that last year, and I really didn't pay any attention. But um, 
I love doing what we do as you do making your videos and and uh, I, I realize that there's not near as many people watch what we do as watch what you do, but we have just as much fun and I hope that everybody enjoys what we do. And, and when we sit down there last year, I don't know how many people we visited with, but we had a lot of the top guys in there and we had some guys that nobody had ever heard of before and we have just as much fun talking with them as, yep. as we do the next guy. And, and uh, you know, I, I shouldn't even have to say this, but you know, Steve, we're always look forward to having you on our shows. We go all over the place, and whenever you're around, you're gracious enough to spend some time with us, and it really means a lot because a lot of people follow you, and, and uh, they want to hear what you think about whatever's going on. You know, your opinion matters to them, and, and uh, it, it, we'll, we'll be sure and get you on down there probably at the beginning because I know you're going to be running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Yeah, I'm gonna try not to do that this year. I'm gonna try to have everything handled prior to this, to where I can, you know, sit and shake more hands and you know talk to more folks. That's good. That's good. I, so wow. Hopefully, I'm a little bit more organized than I was last year. So I didn't know what to expect last year. This year, I'm kind of on track. So. Well, I'm gonna tell you, there, there'll be a lot of people that appreciate the fact that you 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 doing or do that because they look forward to seeing you and taking pictures and all that stuff. So. It'll be a lot of fun for them. Well, I mean, we, we got right. guys coming from California. We got guys coming from New Mexico, Arizona. I mean, it's it's crazy. It it is, and and I was so impressed with with this turnout last year. I look for this to be bigger. I really do. Well, I want you to listen here real quick. Uh, let me find it. This is what I mean by you, the voice of it. Let's see if it works. Can you hear that at any chance? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that that introduction that you have, we're here live. That that, that video is so awesome. That, <laughs> uh, we sure had a great time down there, and and uh, you know we we we'll get down there, and we're going to have a good time this year, and and everybody will have a great time. It'll just be wonderful, and uh, you know I, I've. My mind's always doing something and thinking about different things, and I know yours works that way too. But down the road, five, ten years from now, what, what do you think this is going to be five years from now? Oh, well, I'm hoping that that, that uh, it's going to be uh, ten times bigger, four times bigger. <laughs> I do too, and, and I think it will. So, yeah, yeah. number one thing, I hope I'm still around. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Don't we all? That's yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I'm not sure about your age. Well, how old are you? I'll be sixty this next birthday. You just a little bit older than me. I'm fifty. I think I'm fifty-two or fifty-three. I can't remember. Yeah, I didn't. I Doc's got me bested, so <laughs> I don't feel quite so bad. We we kind of go back and forth on that, but uh, I, I thought that we was probably both a couple years older than you and. And uh, every morning when my feet hit the floor and, and I get to stand up, I'm a happy camper. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm the old I'm the old man of the group. So. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you're well respected, though, I tell you that. I mean, well, I appreciate I'm, I'm that. I'm to tell you something, Doc. You, you've got, I mean, when I first started catfishing heavily, I always looked to your website before I went anywhere. Of course, that, yours is the only one there was. Yeah, right. and you really need yeah, to true. back up and run. 
you need to you need to update that bad boy. Yeah, I know. A lot of good information in it. It does. Yeah, that know. that was a holy grail when you when we started doing. I, I fished tournaments long before I ever had a computer. And uh, when I found Doc's website, I said, "Man, anything you want to know, he's got something about it on here." Of course, things have changed since then, you know. Yeah, I think you've yeah. had that since '96, haven't you? Yeah, it's uh, 19 years old this year, I believe. 19 years old. Yeah, and uh, so I, started, kind of I, started, I started in 2002, so you was already seasoned angler before I even came on the picture. Yep. Yeah, I started in. As far as tournaments go, you know, I've always catfished, but as far as the big tournaments and stuff, yeah, I didn't even know yeah. there was a tournament scene. To be honest with you, because I was just doing this myself. <laughs> and then Cabela's comes around. Yeah, uh, I mm -hmm. think they were in Brandenburg, Kentucky. It's the first time I ever fished a tournament of Cabela's. Yeah, well, Steve, I, I started in 1995 fishing tournaments down in Cincinnati, Ohio. A guy named Dale Broughton had a, a tournament series down there and and we there was 55 60 boats in that tournament really yeah and it was like every other week <laughs> clint grizzly mm -hmm. just posted on here that your website's almost older than he is when it comes to my website you know a lot of people say why haven't you updated it? well my computer crashed and I haven't been able to figure out how to get back into it to update it. And that's the reason there hasn't been an update. I haven't figured it out yet. So we're going to look forward to that. So I'm going to try to get it. Yeah. Steve had mentioned it to me about three months ago. He, he said that, you know, that's been around a long time. You don't want to let that thing die. So, well, you need to talk to Hervey. That's what Hervey does. And, and, you know, that email he sent you today, if you get with him, I'm sure he would, would make you a, a page on the Catfish Conference that, that will help direct some traffic over there to you. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. Steve, since but, Clint got on here, there's something I wanted to, to, to say. Um, you know, last year, Clint Gisling and Dale Smith fished and won the points championship with Kansas City Catfish. And they're not going to be holding uh, tournaments in Kansas city next year. And they, those guys was sponsored by you or had some dealings with you and you will not find better guys than those two guys or find anybody that works any harder in tournaments and promote you like those boys did. They done a really good job. Uh, who is it again? Clint Gisling and Dale Smith from uh, central Missouri. Oh yeah. I remember them fellas. Yeah. They're, they're great guys, and, and uh, they they had their uh, – Dale got his monster rod holders on there and his stickers, and he's telling everybody about them, and they ended up winning the Kansas City Catfish uh, Points Championship oh, last yeah, year. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. Good good fellas, I, and, and like I say, Dale really done a really good job of representing your products. That's awesome. We, we also appreciate guys like that. It, it's hard to find guys that will – Hang with a couple well, a period of time. You know, it, them guys, they don't get any recognition for that since they're not going to be having a tournament up there next year. But but they did. They done a really good job. And, and uh, I visit with those boys all the time. And and uh, it's that Missouri River, 
uh, I don't know how much you've been on it, but that that Missouri River is a horse of another color uh, if oh, you're boy. not used to it. And uh, they fish all of them. They didn't, they didn't, if it's a night tournament, they're there. If it's a day tournament, they're there. If it's high water, they're still there. They don't, you know, they don't pull no no uh, different situations right. on what tournament they're going to fish. So they're always getting it done. Well, that's that's great. I haven't get a hold of them. We might be able to do something with them this year. I'm well, looking for some good guys. They're, they're top notch, I promise you. And you'll not find any better guys to visit with. They're just really good. And they're going to be at it again. So uh, every time I go to that area, I know I'm going to have to beat them. Right. It's, uh yeah. Now, who's, who? that was um, Kirkpatrick's tournament trail, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, it was It was uh, Brad's. And, and uh, I've, I've learned that Brad is uh, not going to have tournaments next year up there. So. Yeah, he called me a couple months ago on him. Tell me about that. I've been with Brad, it's a shame. Brad for years. You know, Brad was one of the old school guys too. Yep, he was. He was. You know, I remember back years and years ago, we was all on the BOC, and Brad was there, and yeah. uh, he used to do the deal where he talked about basketball, and and uh, I used to kind of get around him a little bit on that because I don't care nothing about basketball, and and uh, I know that's going to make Aaron Wheatley upset because he's a basketball nut, but. Uh, but, uh, you know, Brad's been in it for a long time, and uh, he probably just uh, uh, decided enough was enough. And, uh, you know, that's kind of what happened Cindy and I doing Twisted Cat Outdoors. It come to the point after nine years that, that uh, we was getting burnt out on it. We want to fish. You can't fish and run terms both. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, guys uh, told me before you can't, can't own a bait shop and want to fish either. That's kind of the same deal. Well, yeah. I'm sure um, that's probably right. Clint sent me a message that they'll be down at Winter Blues. So, uh, but he's he's a super nice guy. But they both are. They're great guys, and they help anybody any way they can. Well, listen, fellows, we're running on an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Steve, right. when you come on here, it, it just seems like we can just go on forever. So, are you serious? Yeah, it's yeah. nine thirty already. <laughs> well, well, before we get off the air here, let me throw in here. Hervey just posted, he said over 450 tickets were registered since Saturday. So they're filling up fast. Well, that's done that cost Jeff Jones Marine about $30,000 already. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But that, that's uh, awesome. That's awesome. That is. It's going to be a big time. It's, that's crazy. But, well, you know, we're still, we're still needing about 2,000 more. To be uh to be happy i guess hey doc i know steve can't see this or i don't think he can see it i don't know what he can see or not but you see this yeah that's okay. homemade cinnamon rolls yeah. Cindy just brought me up yeah, yeah I, can, I can see y'all and I, I don't know why my camera ain't doing that well we'll get her we'll get her fixed up and uh the next time we get you on here we'll pick out a day next month and and uh and we'll get you back on here so we make sure we stay up to date and we get everybody that wants to be down there can be down there yeah. Well, that's awesome. Uh, and I, I appreciate you uh, helping us out, spread the word. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing y'all down there chatting with you. It's always great to uh, talk to you guys. Well, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a really good time, and we appreciate you coming on here and sharing what you do with us. And, and thanks uh, a lot. I'll get everything thanks set up and get you a date, and we'll we'll do it again. All right, fellas. Appreciate it so much. Thanks. All right, Steve, thank you very much. Thanks a lot, Steve. All right, take care. Take care, buddy.
Man, how, do, it's just, how, how do I get out of this thing? Wow. You just X, X, X out of the, the box at the top. All right. See you, fellas. Yeah. All right, man. Take care. That's outstanding. He spends his time. But, you know, he's got a good deal going on there. That conference is a major event yeah. for the catfishing world, and, and I can't wait to, to get down there and get her all done. And, uh, you know, hopefully Chuck and everything will be going good for Chuck. He can be down there with us. I know he's counting on it. He's already planned it, so uh, we get get through this deal with his father and and uh, get him all set, and he'll be there with us. Um, what do you got for a tip tonight, Doc? Man, with all the other stuff that's going on, <laughs> well, <laughs> we're in, we're in the cold season, and one of the biggest problems that people have is uh, the line, the eyelets in their poles freezing up. And one of the, my tip for the night is you can use this stuff right here, Pam, and you can spray it on those eyelets, and that that will not freeze up. And that cold really? water can, yep, that cold water can go right through there, and that Pam, and this is olive oil, so, you know, the olive oil kind, we can catch Italian fish with this. <laughs> the, the regular, the regular Pam, the regular Pam works just as well. So, but that's, Doc, that's Doc's tips for the night. Use Pam, to keep them eyelets ice free. Man, that's a great tip, Doc. Uh, I, I may have to get some of that just so I can catch some Italian fish. I'd love to yeah. catch one of them Wells fish. <laughs> Clint yeah. says you're ate up with it, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, it was great having Steve on here. Uh, yes, it was. You know, we had a good he's time. A, we do, and he's always a very gracious guest to be on here with us and spends a lot of time. He, I mean, he's got other stuff to do, but it, it was nice for him to be on here with us. And we'll get him on next month and make sure that we're all up to speed with everything. Uh, please keep Chuck and his family in your uh, thoughts and prayers. And uh, for Doc Lang, I'm Lyle Stokes, and thanks for watching Catfish Weekly. Where'd he go? Wow, that was a big show tonight. Oh, you guys can still see me. <laughs> <laughs>